Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast, where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is how COVID changed dating forever. Let's do this. Hello, hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. We are officially back. Hi, Aisha. Hi. <laughs> you're so awesome. You're so awesome. Aw, your check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, we are back. Uh, we are ready and pumped up with brand new episodes for you. And uh, we have some fun new things to mention. Please, please, please help us grow this podcast. Correct, Aish? Correct. And how can people do that? They can follow us on social media. Yeah. yeah. Where are we? We're at Kind of Dating. All up. across the board. Everywhere. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we're launching a TikTok. Hey. It's going to be super fun and uh, really fun dating content um, up there. You're going to see Aisha and I uh, even more than you normally do. Uh, actually, you don't even see us. You only hear us. Now you can sure. see us there. Um and also, please tell your friends. That's very important to us. Please tell your friends to listen and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get it. And to please leave a five-star rating or review because that helps us tremendously. Um, also, follow us, Aisha and I, on social media. Aisha, where are you at? You guys can find me at Aisha Says Dance pretty much everywhere. <laughs> and I am at Natasha Chandel Official. On, in, wait, I did that wrong. I knew I would. I'm Natasha Chandel official on Facebook, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok, <laughs> and Natasha Chandel on Instagram, where on Instagram every Sunday and Thursday now after these episodes, I'm going to host a half hour Instagram live so you can ask me your questions directly, whether it's about an episode or whatever dating sit you're going through in your life. Um, let's just have a discussion. Um, that'll be on my Instagram at Natasha Chandel. All right, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about how COVID changed dating forever. And we have our friend, comedian and actor, Vinny Fastline. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, hey, Grim Reaper. Hey, guys. I don't know why I did that. Wait, <laughs> entrance. What up, guys? What Good up? to see you virtually. Welcome back. No, I miss seeing everybody in person. I really do. Ooh, I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> um, you know, we didn't get to ask you in the last one. How are you guys all holding up? Oh, man. Through Go ahead. COVID. <laughs> I'm thriving. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> sense the sarcasm. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting better. It was pretty tough at first, but now I'm feeling, and I'm feeling great right now. Currently, with you guys. Good. Good. Yeah. Sometimes that's what we got to just do is just hold on to the moments, and you know. Agreed. Um, day by I eat, Adam. Yeah. Same. Very day by day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Production slowed down, so I've been doing some commercial work, uh, but it's been you know not as busy as in the past. So hopefully things will continue to get back going. Totally agree. And podcasting, you know, that's what we're happy about. Yeah. We keep going. Yeah. We're glad we have this. So I, I would love to just walk into a studio and have everything set up and walk out and not worry about it. 
instead of yeah. setting the whole thing. Um, yeah. But you know what? We're glad to do it because we get to talk to you guys. And, uh, you know, Vin, we asked you in the last one, single or in a relationship, and you said. Uh, I said, yeah, it's, yeah, kind of dating, dating somebody. Uh, yeah, kind of dating. <laughs> um, by the way, just realized you guys all have microphones. I should get a microphone. I mean, I have, I should set one up yeah. to your computer. Yeah, you just set it up to the computer. It just gives you a little extra boost. And your sound sounds so clear. You guys all sound super clear. So I guess I got to do that. Yeah, it's super easy to... You know, I mean, all the, now I feel like everybody has a home set up. I know, right? Literally. Like ring lights and mics and... <laughs> yeah, I just got a new ring light. And... You can't see that box in the background. That's what that oh, is. Hey, yeah. right, there we go. Yep. <laughs> it begins. It begins. Yeah. Um, I already got something, but yeah. So, you know, we're talking about how COVID changed dating. And we did an episode right when COVID was breaking. And it was with a couple doctors, Dr. Ahmed Sood and Dr. Brian Lobo. And we talked about just how to navigate it. And that was so early where we were trying to come up with ideas of like, oh, how could you go on a date safely through COVID? Now, fast forward eight months later, um, it's sort of a way of life. And I think some people in the beginning were like, oh, I can hold off on dating for a little while. But again, now it's been eight months and all the stuff we keep hearing is we might not go back to regular life till Q- Q3 2021. Um, so people are making a lot of adjustments. And at some point, we have to find the positives in it somehow. Um, and, and in, and just discuss how things have changed, um, because things have definitely changed. Uh, for example, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. This one was funny to me. We have a friend because a lot of people are moving now. People people. are going back home and, or finding cheaper housing because people have lost their jobs, high record unemployment in America, um, So one thing a friend is doing is he's looking for a new place, but he's looking at it. He's looking for new places based on who he thinks has the hottest population per the dating apps. So he goes to the areas, (laughs) opens up his app, and then he finds attractive people there. And that's how he is basing how he's going or where he in L.A. Whoa, guys, I'm in Hollywood. In okay, relax. Uh-huh. Just That's craziness. You he's looking for a house? No, uh, no, like just like a new, he's looking oh, for a new okay. move, like he's renting, but he's doing it. Does this guy travel by uh, horse and buggy? Like, hello, you can just drive. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with people? You just get in a car and that go is there. Intense. I get that. I do get that the traffic is like if, if a girl, if I, I'm talking to a girl and she's like, she lives in Santa Monica, then I'm probably not talking to the girl anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, forget that. You know what? People left. So it's it is a thing. Time. No, it is a thing. I, I drove out that way so many times. It takes at least two hours with traffic each way for me. So it's like, oh, well, if I'm going to go see a girl I'm dating in Santa Monica from where I live in the Valley, it's like suddenly going to be. A long time, you know. It's Which is what I currently... Sitting in the car. Yeah. By the way, just I for hot people, you can't just base 
Like, how about there's way more to the yeah. person? Yeah, that looked. They're not going to be psychos, you know. Oh, man, yeah. is doing the most with that strategy. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, that's a terrible strategy. Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep. We collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. Well, here's the thing. I mean, do you guys think, um, have have things changed for you guys and how you're approaching dating. I know Aisha's still single. Vin is kind of dating. So it means I'm assuming you started dating this person through the pandemic or, or as in you met around uh-huh. this time. Yes. Okay. So was the approach any different than, than what it would be before? Let's start there. No, because even last year I used to wear an N95 mask on dates. <laughs> I just show up like, hey, so uh, uh, tell me about yourself. We're way ahead of the curve, yeah. Wow. I was preparing for COVID. For Talk years. about safe sex, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, what a world we live in, guys. COVID, Wait, huh? did you, did you, did you wear a mask a on the first date? Yeah, I mean, you take it off at dinner tables, right? Yeah. yeah. Eventually just... I mean, you eventually just go, whatever. I, I, here's the thing about COVID, dating, not dating. It doesn't, the point is there comes a point where there's no, there has to be where we, we can't stop living. Like right. I'm, if you're living in fear, you're not living at all. So there's gotta be, there's a balance, I think in life in every single thing, you know? So, um, you know, I do believe that we have to be careful but at the same time, I do believe that we have to live. Like, I do believe that there's got to be um, protocols for restaurants, but I believe they should be allowed to be open. Like, there's got to be, because we can't just stop life, you know? I mean, so there's got to be a balance. And I came to a point where I go, I, I could quarantine like crazy and stay healthy, but I'm starting to mentally lose my health. And when your mental health is affected, you start your physical, physical health also gets affected anyways. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I was in a place where I was starting to get, you know, messed up. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I would, I would rather take chances than live a safe, lonely life, you know? So that being said, I'm still lonely. Uh, I'm just kidding. So what's up, guys? <laughs> no. Dang, everybody. I mean, here's, here's, a, I think COVID has really, I think the loneliness that has come from COVID yeah. has woken people up to actually be open more to relationships and love where maybe before I think people could have been like, ah, fuck it. I can, I can be alone. It's fine. And then you go through something this traumatic and you go, it would have been nicer with a person I cared about. Um, do you guys find that? Or is that just me being wishful thinking and optimistic? Oh, totally. Yeah, that was 100% totally. it for me. Um, because, you know, as everybody knows, I'm like, single, yeah, independent, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like right when COVID hit, even right before when COVID hit, like I was going through a lot of just exploring who I am and what I actually want. Um, And then COVID happened. Uh, And then, yeah, I was feeling a little bit of the loneliness. So I did the dipping in. But then I also realized that I, it's so much easier for me in person (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I don't know, me and apps, it's just not a vibe. So going back to like you having, having to live your life is sort of why I'm just like still, you know, being safe and social distancing, but doing what I can to sort of still be. I think also people are a lot more selective right now because you do kind of probably weigh more on, you know, does this person seem like they might be a likely candidate to have it? Or do I feel safe? Like if I meet with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I, so I, I guess I'm curious of like the process changes for you guys, and um, and also you know we've done we've done episodes on it. Virtual dating is on an all time high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here I love stats sometimes, and so here are a few. Um, you know, Dating.com reported that global online dating was up 82 percent in March. Um, yep. OK Cupid saw a 700% increase in the amount of their users going on virtual dates. Um, but before the pandemic, online dating fatigue was starting to happen. So people mm-hmm. were starting to be like, ah, I don't, I fuck it. Like, I'm tired of that. the online dating thing. I mean, we were doing episodes on dating IRL. Yeah. And like, I was literally predicting online apps are going to be dead in five years. Cause I was like, fuck it. People are getting so tired of this shit. And then COVID happens. And now you can't go to a bar and meet somebody. So everybody is back on an app. And they even said, so according to like Bumble and stuff in app video voice chats have gone up and even the length of messages have gone up. So I want to ask, like, have has has that changed for you guys? One, the amount of times you use apps and or the conversation. Are you taking a little longer? Like, are you actually messaging with people back and forth a little bit more? Before you used to be like, hey, what's up? Want to go on a drink? Want to go for drinks on Saturday? Like it would have been much easier and quicker now. Or do you think you're taking a little bit more time to get to know somebody before you make that move? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like I said, like it has changed for me because I wasn't using the apps at all. So that I am part of that, whatever stat <laughs> is for sure. And yeah, I definitely find myself talking to people longer, even when I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out and things are fizzling. I'll still sort of like talk to it just to like talk to another person really. <laughs> so I yeah. like that aspect, things are definitely lasting a little longer than I definitely would have before mm-hmm. for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, gotta be a little bit more careful. Mm-hmm. I will say I definitely, I, I, I did notice in the beginning of quarantine, uh, progressively more people get on like, mm-hmm. and you also saw like the clientele change, like people that normally wouldn't be on there started being on there. Um, so there's you know, a lot, like I, I started to see like a lot more attractive girls jump on the apps too. Like, which is crazy that that probably used to be like, I don't need this. And now we're like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this it's, it's been that. Yeah. That's, it's interesting. So app use has definitely gone up, but have you guys seen, um, for the one for, if you've gone on an, any actual dates, how the dates have changed? Um, you know, one of the benefits, uh, I think, and I'm pretty sure I've discussed of ch- chatting with some of my single friends has been that dates are a little cheaper. Nah. 
you know, because now you're you're going before you used to go for dinner and drinks. Um, and now it's sort of like, let's take a hike. Let's go play tennis. Let's do a virtual date. People are starting with a lot of virtual dates. Are you guys noticing those habits changing? The bars are closed in L.A. right now, by the way. I think we yeah. should just mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the bars across the country, most are. Bars. Um, there are some. Yeah. There are some states where they're fully open. Um but for the rest of us, has it changed? I would say that earlier, yes, but I think it's sort of coming back a little bit more now, especially since things are more open. And yes, bars are closed, bars that only serve alcohol, but there are a lot of bars now that serve food as well. Mm. So, I mean, I live in Culver City and I drive down Main Street and it is popping down there, popping. So right. I think that probably it's like people aren't, the first date isn't dinner and drinks, but it's definitely not out of the question anymore. Yeah. A lot of people are doing hike dates and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I live right by Runyon, so it's like you see a lot of people going on hike dates too. It's that that's I heard tennis is on a rise. Um yeah. yeah. I'm going to play tennis today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never I, I've only played tennis like one time. Um which, by the way, was with Quentin Tarantino. Just saying. Oh, just saying. I, 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 I have an interesting story about that. But anyways, I'm going with my buddy, Harlan. I'm not a tennis player, so but it's just like I need to do something. So yeah. after this, at three, I'm going to play tennis. That's so awesome. That's I mean, yeah, I think um, a lot of people are definitely doing more of the creative, creative activities, taking picnics and, mm-hmm. you know, going to the beach and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and taking more time to meet, right? Before yeah. the physical contact. Um, or you just dive right into that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I also know a fair amount of people who are just sort of diving in now. So I, do too. I think the sort of fuck it mentality is <laughs> we're in Sorry. that part now where it's like you're going to get it or you're not going to get it, but I'm going to get it okay. on me. So question for you guys is, um, do you, did, did you hear or have you, um, had kind of jumped into inviting people over or going to someone's home sooner? Like, you know how a lot of people are, are, were willing to make, uh, yeah, I normally wouldn't come over. I normally wouldn't invite you over kind of situation, but do you feel like, I don't know if you've guys done it or if you've heard where people are just like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do this, but what are we going to do? Especially in the beginning. In the beginning, like, there's nowhere else to go. It's like, if you want to try and date, what else, like, you have to walk outside or just come over, you know? So. Yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, sped up in a way my relationship because we met... uh, two and a half, two, two and a half weeks before the pandemic, like before the, the shutdown and, um, and went on two dates. And then our third date was on a Saturday and they shut us down on Thursday. And so where normally I'm much more, I don't, I wouldn't call guys over right away. Um, mostly cause I just think everybody's crazy and I'm like very suspect, like super New Yorker. I'm like, what if they try to kill me in my own home? Um, I was like, no, you know, come over because we couldn't do anything else. And I felt like it was safer in my house. 
Um, but it also changed for us a little bit because it made us exclusive faster because mm-hmm. we had decided right then that we were like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to see anybody else because we were enjoying each other's company. company. Um, and that sort of uh, sped that up. But we haven't, like, moved in or anything like that. But I, the other part, of the, the other extreme is there are people who are just like, I'm dating you. I can't go do anything. Let's move in. Right. <laughs> Which I know, I, I know a few people who've done that. Like we have. It uh, might have been like that without COVID though, right? There's some people. <laughs> That's what yeah. they've always wanted. That vaccine comes out, they're breaking up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think that's, I, I mean, uh, I try not to judge people. I've, I've moved in with somebody really quick before, um, which was like three and a half months into dating, but I would never do it again. <laughs> and uh, so I don't judge people, but I'm also like, man, you, you guys could just drive to each other's houses. There's no traffic anymore. Right. I don't know why people want to move in that fast. I mean, people are doing it. As <laughs> COVID has really changed people's lives. I'll say that. Uh-huh. I Dang. mean, have, do you guys notice um, or do you have friends who are doing more virtual dates? Because I think that has become a part of the... Um, social fabric now of online dating. I mean, clearly they're saying these in-app video chats are going up a lot more. So do you guys know people who are doing that? Do you think, um, what do you think are the benefits of some some of that stuff? Um, well, the benefits are you get to sort of get to know a person before you, I don't want to say waste time, but you know, Spend time with somebody somebody who you're not even going to, you know, connect with. So if you can connect with somebody virtually, then great. So I think that's a benefit. Um, As far as people still virtually, I know they are. But like in my circle, again, I feel like people are just sort of going out there now. (laughs) I I did not go out as much. I was FaceTiming just to see what the person was like, Um, which I realized it just does not have the same effect at all. Mm. Like, yeah. It just some people just aren't good at communicating and or maybe they just don't enjoy that kind of, you know, whatever, which is like, you know, it's kind of what we were limited to that option wise. But yeah, but I do mean, you, would you prefer to know that on a virtual date versus having spent money on a real date? Oh, that I'm OK with FaceTiming and virtual <laughs> dating. I don't care at yeah, all. Because like, I mean, that that is one of the big things has been like. Um, virtual dates have sort of eliminated this awkward situation of like, who's going to pay and, huh? and is there sex after? And, right. uh, you know, um, that idea of like, I was reading an article of a girl saying she goes on multiple virtual dates in a night because now I had a friend that was doing you don't have to, you could just get ready or in your own house, just do a few back to back. And people are sort of getting more of a pool and seeing who they want to, <laughs> who they want to um, uh, actually meet in person. Do you set the dinner table? Or are you? <laughs> I how crazy wouldn't on a virtual date. Like, oh man, oh, I don't know. I guess I haven't. Like, we're gonna have a virtual date, seven o'clock, my place, your place, and we're gonna do this together. And then you just like you were. I actually, if I do a virtual date like that, I'm gonna dress up in like a shirt and a tie. Like, so is yours just more casual? Like, like your text. I'm gonna have a mariachi band in the background. 
<laughs> but Vin, is yours more like cash then? Is it like you're talking to somebody or you're texting with them and then you're like, hey, let's just FaceTime? Yeah, you just talk like you're on the phone, get to know them. Like, I guess, I don't know, but I guess virtual, I don't know. If you're going to plan it out, I would not take it seriously whatsoever. I would definitely have, you know, I would have a lazy, like a lady, like come over and try to sell me roses during it. (laughs) (laughs) There is no way I wouldn't dress up my dog and have him like running around. That's so cute though. Oh my God. I don't know. Spaghetti and meatballs ready and be like, oh my God. together. Yeah, it would just be, yeah, it would definitely be silly. There's a lot of good jokes to be made for sure. There are, definitely. Virtual dating, gotta write this down. But, but um, what Vin said is like, it, it is harder to tell physical chemistry on virtual sure. dates. Mm-hmm. Though, um, I was reading a, a biological anthropologist named Helen Fisher says that even in a virtual setting, um, you can trigger the dopamine system. I think so. And it yeah. says that... Uh, all of her data shows that the longer the courtship process, more likely people are to remain together and create a stable partnership. So yeah. that longer time that you get to know somebody in an in actual courting, dating way before you get fully physical and whatever, whatever actually sort of creates a stable partnership. I don't know. that I Some of it I agree and some of it I don't. Yeah, I Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in a lot of ways, it's like the olden days when people used to like write letters back and forth to each other, right? Like, this is sort of our... Oh, wait, you still do that? <laughs> I think people actually still do that, but... <laughs> this People are writing oh, emails. I, I go, yeah, yeah, virtual dating is just like, I also, I've heard COVID could come through screens. Is it cool if I could just send you letters in the mail? <laughs> like a mail? <laughs> people are writing emails and just, shit, love letters to each other. Yeah. It's just new. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, it's mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to point out. I think it's also worth mentioning that even just a, a ten years ago or something like that, like when I was dating someone and it was long distance, and you know we would talk on the phone for hours a night or something like that. Um, you know that was an option back then. Nowadays, things have become just much more in person. Even if you're digital, you can actually see the person now with streaming and, and so on being much better than it was. And, you know, that's pretty cool um, that that's even, you know, the issues before were actually still worse than we're in now with COVID, you know, like we're still ahead of where we were. You still psych people out. Virtual date, you know, I, you can give yourself good lighting. That's Look at my look at my virtual dating setup here. You can have a little <laughs> have a green screen, like like a green screen me on a yacht. Like, yeah. Well, has been fine for me. I mean, did you guys know that there was um, you know, because there's sort of this globalization of content in general where if you watch TV shows now, they're making shows all over the world to appeal to diverse audiences and blah, blah, blah. But there's also a globalization of dating happening, which is like a lot of the apps are starting to put a global function where you can match with people all over the world now, because I think there are a lot of remote dates happening. A lot of people are having to move back in with their parents, back into their small towns, having to, I mean, I have a girlfriend who reconnected with her, uh, her high school crush who lives like right now through COVID moved into his small town in uh, up, upstate New York, tiny little place. And she moved back home to Dallas for the 
just to be with her family around COVID. And now they're, they've been doing this online relationship and then they finally met at a wedding and they're talking about one moving to the other place. Like, do you think people are more open now to sort of having like having a more worldview when it comes to, to dating? Like it doesn't have to be where we were just arguing. Somebody's in Santa Monica and we're in Studio City. Like, oh, I don't want to date you. Do you think it's opening up? I feel like they'll put up with it for a while, but I feel like eventually they're going to want to be in person again. And it's a question of how that will translate. Mm-hmm. Not me. I like that virtual relationship. <laughs> I actually don't want to be in person. Not at all. Um, so this COVID, I'm thriving with COVID. I go, let's just FaceTime for the rest of our lives. Maybe the relationship will actually work for me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't yeah, know I mean, this I, about me, but I'm oh, sorry. I was just joking. No, go, go on. No, it was stupid. Go on. <laughs> I was just saying that like, I mean, I could see, I, uh, I, I could see it being a uh, semi appealing for a second and then yeah. Wanting somebody around you. Um, I mean, I feel like the same way with virtual days. I could do maybe a couple, but then I would. I, yeah. I don't know if I could totally be have that chemistry with somebody. Sometimes to me, it's like chemistry is just literally a chemical thing. Like you're around somebody and you know you're attracted to them. Mm-hmm. If I'm virtual dating, you get the full experience of me. I'm taking you to the bathroom when I'm peeing. I'm, we're going in the shower together. You're going to see the worst of me. I'm going to, you're going to see me when I'm dripping sweat from making stuffed peppers. Just, you get the worst of me. And if you don't like me at my worst, like me at my best. Um, you're here. <laughs> I mean, Aisha and I have talked a lot of, uh, on the podcast in the past, which now makes me think like, fuck, we just need to scrap half of our episodes because fucking COVID just changed life altogether. But, um, you know how we used to talk a lot about like we hate FaceTimes and I hate FaceTimes. Um, I used to get really annoyed if a guy tried to FaceTime me and I was like, I don't fucking know you. Oh, don't FaceTime talk me. about this. Yeah. When it's random, when it's random though, I do think that's still a thing. But like now, I feel like you still want the heads up first. Yeah. But now you're, you're yes, for sure. Heads up. But I just didn't even like it if I were just going on like a day, like one week into meeting somebody and they wanted to schedule a FaceTime. I was like, ugh, why? Yes, the regular, oh man. But now I, I get, now like you don't have an option. You have to. That's true. Yeah, that's perfect because so I randomly face. You randomly face, see that's the problem. Oh, I would. I would never pick up. I would never pick I up. Like that random. random you have you have randomly Facetime me too. I've questioned <laughs> picking up before, Vinny. Yeah, damn it! I I want to see your face. Yeah, but you know what? I only picked up because I had a semi-ready face that day. <laughs> but you. Were That's not. the difference with those guys that I forget about. Where I go, oh yeah, girls don't want to pick up because they want to be ready. No, you don't need- get it. When when we are at home, we're not just not ready. We're like. But like, we want to see you like that. Look at this. <laughs> That's what I want. Guy, like, I don't even make my hair. It it's normal. Matter. It's nice. No, it's, yeah, we want guys. I guess it's, it's I not, totally. No, it's not. I had a rude awakening. Yes. Realizing that girls don't like FaceTiming uh, because they don't, they want to be dressed up and want to have, they want to put on their sundress and they want to have their nails and hair done I'm for a fucking. No, we don't need to go that far. We don't need to go that far, but like literally home clothes for a girl 
are like I don't I don't know. They're like the Goodwill clothes that I would, you know, I literally wear the shittiest clothes in life when I am not in front of people. And I don't want anybody to see me like that and calling me fucking randomly besides my mother. My mother won't judge me, but everybody else will. When I FaceTime when I FaceTime a girl randomly, my mother's always with me too. <laughs> Just a triple face. It's like there's uh there's Italian families that would follow oh, behind on a date. My mom, oh, I just figured I'd get you to, you know, you're going to get to know the family anyways. Let's just do it right away. Dad, come here. All right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you guys think? Of kids I'd love to have. I have a list of names <laughs> of children. These are the names I'd like for our kids. What do you guys fun? think will stay and go in terms of dating habits through COVID? You mean after the vaccine is out and people have it? Yeah, I mean, what will... Once we don't have to wear masks anymore and all that stuff. I think virtual dating will stay. I think a lot of... I think that a lot of the more creative, even outdoor dating is going to stay, like the picnics and the hiking and that kind of stuff. I think think people are going to learn to settle down a little bit uh, easier. Mm -hmm. Online dating is going to be bigger than it was before. And I do believe people are going to learn to settle down. And people that were in... I have a whole philosophy about dating. If you were in a shitty relationship before COVID started, most likely they're going to break up because COVID just destroyed them. If you were in a good relationship right before COVID started, probably got stronger. You're probably going to stay together. If you got into a relationship during COVID, there's a good chance that you might not stay together after COVID because you rushed into it and it wasn't organic and it was based off, you know, anxiety and fear and loneliness, et cetera. Um, I think those are the gists. What if you get into a relationship after COVID? Then it's just normal. Yeah. (laughs) I think that it'll be a bigger event for a little while to go out. Like when people are going out for drinks, it's like kind of a bigger and more special thing because you haven't maybe done it as much. But I think that eventually things will return to normal. The day we don't have to wear masks. Like it'd be nice to meet up with friends for drinks. I haven't done that in like forever. I know. Um, Yeah, things are going to change. People are going to change. People are affected. Hey, when you take anybody's life, uh, when you take their life and go, hey, the whole year is over. Right. People are fucked up mentally. Yeah. Like it has done so much to people this year. They're changing careers, yeah. financial relationships, friendships. I mean, so much is affected way beyond dating right yeah. now. And so you're changing people all over the globe. I mean, like this is a world pandemic. So- you know, um, so on one, on one end, you know, the optimist in me tries to see, and this is a good transition to sort of our wrap up question, which is like, um, you know, how to, how to navigate some of the loneliness and, and these feelings, especially if you're single is like COVID has made people reevaluate things that maybe they wouldn't have before, including things like, hey, maybe it is time for me. Maybe I really do want love. Maybe mm. I actually want a person. Um, where God. a lot of people before used to just be like, I'm fine. I don't need anybody. I don't need anything. And sometimes you can say, and that's totally okay too. Like, I know we always are like, embrace being single, but it's also okay to be like, I realized I don't want to just fuck around anymore. 
I want to try to find somebody I could commit to. And that vaccine comes out, they're like, I'm fucking yeah, like, around. Yeah. I, I, I know. But that's what I'm saying. So maybe this is a little bit of a wake up call that could last for some people, whether that's career too, right? A lot of people are like, oh my God, I, I and I, this happened to me before when I lost my job. I reevaluated my career and realized I didn't want to be doing that job. And that's how I became a TV writer and which I'm finally like, oh, my God, I'm doing what I really want. So it's like there are a lot of people out there who've lost their jobs and are reevaluating everything. I mean, even again, where you live, I was like, if I didn't live or if I lived in the same country as my family, I would have moved back home. Mm-hmm. Um. But because I don't, I don't have an option. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of people who are realizing, like, I really loved and needed my family. And, um, and yeah. maybe I, I, I'm better off being closer to them. Absolutely. Yeah. This is uh, a lot of perspectives. A lot of perspectives. And perspectives are going to continuously change. But I do believe that this perspective that is changing will be a little bit more concrete Mm -hmm. than normal um, just from the drastic change that we've had. It's making people reevaluate a lot of things. What's important is the question. What's important? And making you consider what if. Like stand-up comedy was my life and identity. I've done it for 10 years and I almost did it every single night. And I haven't been able to do stand-up in like eight months. I did it once, you know? So... Um, so it's, it's pretty drastic that you take something out of my control that has been my entire life. So, and you know, I don't see it coming back the way that it was for another year, you know, if that, so, you know, we got to adapt and I already had before pandemic said, I want to find somebody that works for me so that I can be in a relationship and eventually have a family, but I just also don't settle down easily. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, I wanted to make, you know, that that's the problem about this uh, pandemic is it's like 2020 is cuffing season. You know, yeah, <laughs> the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people are getting into it because they're like, ah, shit. So yeah, it's not necessarily healthy, but it's, it is, it's what is important to you as a person anymore. So that's very, you know, we should take something for that. And I, what is very important to me is, and I win this lottery. <laughs> the lottery is he's talking to us on the podcast. I love his uh, yeah. focus and attention to us. You know I have bad ADD, but I'm fully focused. I am in the yeah, conversation. You are. You're very good. Um, I mean, I also think people can use the internet for the positive, which is, you, you know, Again, we can't change wh- where we can't change the world. We, we don't control COVID. Um, but you can use this, like we said, the Internet and FaceTime to connect with family and friends and dates. And you don't have to feel like there are no options for you um, because, yes, this pervasive feeling of, of loneliness and your singleness can hit you even more right now. Um, but I think that if we use some of that time to focus on ourselves and our family and, um, and our friends, maybe there's, you know, you can find a lesson to be learned in there. Uh, couldn't agree more that maybe the universe, like one of my favorite quotes of all time is always, uh, 
life. Wait, what is it? Finds a way. Finds a way. We are both there. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's this. It's um, every experience is for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the right experience? It is the experience you are going through right now. And so to me, I'm like, maybe all like everybody's individual experience is here to help their consciousness expand. And sometimes that consciousness is also realizing I want somebody in my life. It's also realizing, oh, my God, I didn't think about my family or my health or, hey, you know what? I actually thought that I had a, a handle on my mental health and, and maybe I don't actually have that. And maybe I actually do need to focus on that. Or what are these feelings of loneliness um, that I'm, I'm experiencing so strongly? Maybe it's time I actually kind of look into that and find out where it's coming from. Like that's expanding your consciousness um, you know, for, for me, and, and I think for a lot of people, there's also that feeling of like a time crunch. Like you said, Vin, now you're go, oh my God, a year of my life has been taken away. Yeah. And, uh, and you start thinking about what you want to do when you come out. Like as a writer, I am preparing, like my days are spent creating content and writing so that I'm like ready as soon as this shit finishes to like have something ready. Um, but it also could just be as simple as just using the time to grow. Yeah. Mm. Right? Um, All the above. <laughs> yeah. All of it was very accurate. And also... To, to, you know, the other uh, fold of career-wise, you know, like, especially in Los Angeles, California, financially difficult to live here um, in jobs being taken away and things, everything changing as far as auditioning processes, everything changing. Um, people's opportunities are not the same that they were before. Yeah, uh, Life is affected as we know it. Planet Earth is affected as we know it. So, and we all must adapt. And Wouldn't we have be- to remember we're not alone, right? Like, because we are really all going through this. Right. And, and we don't have to feel worried about not re- uh, reaching out to people and feeling like they won't understand because there's so many of us who do get it. Uh, absolutely. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. What is good is I think that a lot of these things that were that we loved before will come back. Um, you know, uh, when they're able That's to. Movie. It's just that it's things being on pause right now. That's the hardest part. You know. Keep telling yourself that, Adam. It's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. I am an optimist. No, it's so. not. The world as we know it. So it might be it, the end of movie theaters. Ugh, it actually hurts yeah. me. Yeah. I don't want the world to come back. I, I think the, I, I predict that if let's say AMC and Regal and things like that, if the big chain theaters close, I, I suspect have- another person after the pandemic will go by those old buildings and start up, up something. You off. Yeah. What I learned last night at a secret comedy show is that Netflix bought Grauman's Chinese theater. Oh, and, oh wow. Netflix and Amazon is buying up theaters. Theater. So in the future, when I thought theaters were going to disappear, yeah. before COVID, they were on their way out sure. because there's so many networks 
they were going to be a, this nostalgic thing, but it was pretty much over. Um, they're going to Netflix and Amazon and those, they're going to buy up the, and put their content out there. So we the point where you can even watch a series. Some of those theories, theories, series are amazing, but can you imagine like watch, watching something like, you know, you watch like Stranger Things on the big screen. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen. The movie uh, dates will come back. Oh, yeah. They will come back and it'll be different. Netflix and Amazon, the powerhouses. And rock concerts and bars and things like that. Like, I'm worried about stand-up comedy. Like, it's yeah. going to take a long time for all that stuff to come back. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. In the meantime, just trying to figure out life. Well, I mean, so. definitely things have changed in the dating world because of COVID. Um but not all hope is lost. So uh, we not just have to sort of... a happy relationship. Uh, yeah. I said, says the girl in the happy yeah. relationship. Look, can I be honest with you? I've, before this, I spent purposefully a year not dating. I know. That was when everything was open and I said I wasn't going to date and I didn't. And I mean, that doesn't mean I didn't have other things, but... Whoa, <laughs> I didn't go date. On. And so... I, I, podcast no but really i i think that i um i've asked myself a lot what i would be doing if if i were in the situation right now like i do think i lucked out um and i admit that and he and i both admit that and uh and so but but in being an empathetic person i understand like i would still feel some semblance of that pang that loneliness you know, so there is um, something there, but I also feel like everything is just how, however you look at it. You can, you can see a white piece of paper with one black dot on it and always look at that black dot instead of seeing all the white around it, you know, like that there's, there is hope and there are a lot more positive things maybe than negative things if we look for it. Um, so while a lot of us can feel alone, we all have friends and we all have each other. We're the yin to my yang. <laughs> yeah. I'll be over here being bitter as fuck if you need me. <laughs> We're going to make TikToks together, Vince. What are you talking about? Let's do it. There's something sounds- happening. I have some funny ones. I'm sure you <laughs> yeah, do too. Yeah. Why don't we write that movie together? Hey. Yeah. That actually to- reminds like, I'm so excited for the creative t- creativity, <laughs> the mm-hmm. art, if you will, that's going to come out of all this, all these people. Alone. I just don't want to watch any show about COVID. Yeah, I think it's we've already, all heard. There's already one on NBC. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know who's going to watch that. Yeah. So that shit is already like- out. <laughs> Wild. God damn it. Well, I just wrote a show called COVID. And uh, it's just basic COVID. <laughs> it's called COVID. And it's just exactly everything that we're doing right now. So <laughs> hopefully it does well. Uh, well, I'll watch it just because it's, right. it's you. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally Not kidding. I enjoy I have, any no, content. I, I have a show called I'm Not Bitter Anymore. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so good. All That's right, friends. Easy. Well, yeah. for, for all of our listeners in uh, out there, tell us how um, COVID changed your dating life. Um, you can email us uh, or send us a voice memo or tell us on social media. We are at kind of dating across the board. Um, and our email is kind of dating at gmail.com. Um, we definitely agree it's changed. 
but hang in there. Um, Vinny, you already answered six questions last time. We're not going to keep doing this to you. So thanks um, for being on the show. Oh, I had answers this time. <laughs> so what's love? Yeah, we can skip this question. <laughs> uh, Vinny, how can everybody find you on social media? Well, uh, I live off of Franklin Avenue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Help me your apartment um, number. And- wow. What's your mother's uh, maiden name? That is enough for some people, by the way. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, I, you can't kill me if I want to die already. So. No, oh, stop. You just got a new ring. Light. Things are good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So find me. I'm on everything. I got. I'm on Vinny Fastline, V-I-N-N-Y-F-A-S-L-I-N-E, no T. You can find me on the Tiki Talks. You can find me on the Instagrams. You can find me on the Facebooks. Love it. Um, Adam Aisha? <laughs> I am uh, at Aisha. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Aisha. I am at Aisha says that's across all social media networks. And I am at Adam Pineless on Instagram. Um, oh, yeah, you are. And I am at Natasha Chandel Official on Facebook, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, <laughs> Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok, <laughs> Natasha Chandel on Instagram. And uh, remember, we're doing IG lives on my Instagram on Sundays and Thursdays. So uh, come join and um, talk to me about your dating lives. Thank you so much, friends, for downloading this episode. Please Take a second and rate and review us and tell a friend. We would really appreciate it. Um, Please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's our most important one. Um, Also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Mask, everybody. Wear a mask. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Our producer is Adam Pineless, and our intern is Karina Uribe. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yenick and K. Daniel Ellis.